Hello listeners. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Join us at Relay FM in supporting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Learn more and donate now at 512pixels.net slash September. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Virtual on Relay FM. This episode of Virtual is brought to you by lynda.com where you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts for a free trial. Visit lynda.com slash virtual and Harry's, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined once again by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hey Mike. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm in, uh, I'm in Rome tonight. I'm at a friend's place, and this is why I may sound different this time. Tell people why you sound different specifically. Uh, basically because um, <laughs> my girlfriend and I are still looking for uh, for an apartment in Rome this year, and while we were waiting for you know all the paperwork and stuff, because we found one, um, uh, basically we are sleeping at a friend's place, because these friends were kind enough to let us use uh, a bedroom, uh, at their house and the problem is that this bedroom is empty so as you can guess there's a bit of an echo in this room um, so I have a towel on my head <laughs> and on the microphone to uh, make the the echo effect a little bit wo- a little bit better and um, uh, I'm sweating because uh, I mean I'm in Rome and it's hot and um, I look like a, like a crazy person because I have a, a red towel on my head right now and um, yeah, this is my this is my sweet setup. I guess I should have like one of those articles about my sweet setup. It'd be just like a man in front of a desk with a towel on his head. I think you'll find that's your sweat setup. The sweat setup, perfect. <laughs> You're amazing, Mike. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we already have a title, so I guess we can end the show. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. It's so hot in here, seriously. <laughs> it can't get any better than, than that, I don't think so. Oh, Federico, I appreciate you doing that. Sure, man. I mean... uh. I need to talk to you. It's like my, my therapy, you know. This is the third show that we've recorded this week. <laughs> I, I cannot get enough of you, Mike. That's what they all say, buddy. Let's talk about some... We've got a couple of, uh, of links, and then we have a couple of interesting topics that we want to talk about today. So um, this is also a little bit of follow-up, but also something interesting. So a tweet from uh, a company called 4J Studios. This company is responsible for the Vita port of Minecraft. They tweeted today that they have handed Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition over to Sony. Nice. So for like final uh, testing and certification, that kind so of thing. It's happening, basically. Yeah, that, I mean, we could see it as early as next week. Um, if, if, that's, if it's final testing, if they've already gone through some of these rounds. Because do you remember when um, like the PlayStation, uh, the PS4 edition, it was like they said we've had it over testing and it was like a couple of days later and it was there, so... Yeah, it could be so pretty quick. Next week, there's a there's a good chance we may have um, Minecraft on the Vita and Super Smash Brothers on the 3DS. That's a big it's crazy. For handhelds. Crazy. It's definitely possible. I mean, they, they might kind of then just hold it for a bit. You know, they might want to have a proper release date because the PS4 version was was delayed by that point. So I think they kind of just pushed it out. But but I actually think that this version was meant to come out at the same time anyway. So hey, you never know. We might see it quickly. Um, you sent me an interesting link one day this week. Have you watched the the, uh, the video and the photos? Have you seen the photos? I've seen the, the photos. I didn't know there was a video. 
I'm usually the guy who's all over videos. No, there's a there's a video. I think I saved the video on Pinterest. I'm using Pinterest to save uh, videos. I have a board that's called um, Gaming Awesomeness, where I save all these crazy things that people do with video games. Um, so can I um, can I find that? I think you can follow me on, on Pinterest. I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes, and then I will follow you. But I'll need to download the Pinterest app now. Nice. Um, so there's a. I found this link on Tiny Cartridge. Um, there's a, a guy, I assume it's a guy, um, who managed to use the GameCube controller to play Super Smash, the Super Smash Brothers uh, demo, I think, on the 3DS. So he's using um, a, an old regular GameCube controller with, a, you know, the wired uh, controller. And as you can see, I don't know how um, the, this person managed to to hack uh, the 3DS to support this controller, but there's a bunch of wires going out of the 3DS, and uh, it looks like spaghetti, basically. Uh, it's many, many yellow wires. And um, the guy is pretty good using this controller, and I kind of wish I, I could use you know this kind of setup. And it, it reminded me of... Um, you know, the GameCube controller, I think, is one of the best controllers that I ever used. Such a, a good controller. Yeah, and I, and I was especially a fan of the, of the Wavebird, uh, wireless model. I never had one, but I coveted one. It, I, it was, I, I wanted yeah, this one so bad, and one of my friends had one. I think Creepy Friend. Do you remember oh, Cre- the Creepy Guy? <laughs> creepy Dreamcast Friend. Yeah, I think he had one. Uh, yeah, and I always really wanted one. Yeah, bec- uh, when I when I when I saw the the announcement on on, uh, I think it was the official Italian Nintendo magazine. Um, I wasn't. I was not an internet user back then. And I, I immediately told my mother that I needed to buy a new wireless controller. And back then it was uh, kind of strange to have wireless things around the house, especially when it came to uh, video games and computers. Like I remember I, I had uh, one of those early um, Bluetooth don- uh, USB dongles uh, that you, you know, you, 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 I had a PC, so I needed to, to uh, if I wanted to use a, a Bluetooth keyboard, I needed to have one of those um, transmitters in the back of my PC and and it was strange for me and it was especially strange when I had this wireless uh, video game you know controller and I loved it so much um actually it's one of I think that the wavebird is one of the only controllers where I where I put stickers on hmm. I have a, I have a Zelda sticker on my on my wavebird controller do you still have that controller I still have that and um I used it a couple of years ago, and it works just fine. It's awesome. And I think on the receiver, because there was a, 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 a tiny receiver that you plugged into the controller port on the GameCube, I had a Metal Gear Solid sticker, even though I never actually played Metal Gear, just like uh, Solid Snake as a, as a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, a, there's a photos and videos of uh, using the GameCube controller uh, with 3DS. I think if you're a, if you're a professional player, maybe you would like to have some kind of system like this. Mike, yeah. we should be we should become professional Super Smash Brothers players and go to tournaments and win money. Well, maybe a little later in today's episode, we'll find out if that's possible for you. Okay, we we will uh, exchange tips and tricks. I think I think you'll find out. I'm going to need some of those. I'm watching this video now, like. This sort of ingenuity I have so much respect for mm-hmm. because I have quite literally no idea how this guy did this. Yeah. 
It looks like uh, he's pressing just one button. Oh, no, there we go. Now there's a bunch of buttons involved. Yeah, well. I also read that um, the Super Smash Bros. Um, game on the new 3DS supports um, a bunch of different control schemes. And I cannot remember that so uh, precisely. So maybe you can find the link. I will put it in the show notes. Which people, Mike, can find where? At relay.fm slash virtual slash six. So what was that? New Super Smash Brothers. 3DS. Now the Super Smash, Super Smash Bros. on the new 3DS, which, by the way, is coming out in Australia. Have you, have you seen the news? Oh, yeah, I did see this. So now I'm wondering if maybe I should get the, the Australian model and because it, 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 it's got to be a, a, a PAL, a European version, because Australia is the, same re- is the same region of us when it comes to beta games. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think we should get a, an Australian new 3DS? I, I would do it. There, there was somebody who, who contacted who offered, us and said yeah. that, they would, that they would help us out with it. I mean, yeah. that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, and I mean, one of my Mac stories guys uh, lives in Australia, so, you know, it, it wouldn't be that difficult. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, and I also read that, that in Australia they're going to get uh, 20 um, face plates, you know, the covers, instead of um, 38 that uh, j- uh, people in Japan get for the new 3DS. Or there are probably gonna, a bunch of, like, Japanese-specific ones, though. Like, yeah. Monster Hunter, like, is not really that popular outside of Japan. Have you, have you ever, have you ever, Monster Hunter? I think it's pretty huge. I don't think it's as big though, right? Or am I no, in Japan, it's, in Japan, it's like, it, it's a massive, massive phenomenon. I think in America, it's pretty big. Uh, but not, yeah, not Japan level big. Because it feels like, like, especially that little stick, what are they calling it? Uh, uh, on the new 3DS? Yeah. Uh, the analog, uh, no, the analog nub. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they calling uh, it the C stick though? N- the, the official name is the C stick. Yeah. Okay. Um what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, it feels like that, that was created for Monster Hunter. Like it feels like they put that on there for that game. It's like what I'm seeing is because as well, like everyone's playing with the console at the moment because they're demoing it with the new Monster Hunter. Yeah, there was a I, I read um I read um an article on Wired about a hands-on with a new 3DS. And uh, the author said that um, the C-Stick helps with uh, controlling the camera on Monster Hunter. I think it's 4, the new version is coming out, Monster Hunter 4. Yeah, I think it's 4. 4 uh, Ultimate? I don't know, just Monster Hunter 4 or something. And I, I never got into Monster Hunter. Um, you know, it's one of, one of those things that I have. I cannot get into, into games that don't have a story. Yeah, because Monster Hunter is... is not really about a story, right? It's basically about, you know, unlocking objects for your character and leveling up and killing monsters, hunting monsters, I guess. Um, it's just the kind of game that I cannot get into. Probably also because it requires the kind of, the kind of time commitment uh, that I don't, that I, that I can have. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I only really have time for one of those sort of games in my life and it's Pokemon. Um, speaking of games that you have time for, Mike. Um, so, uh, EGX is happening <laughs> at the moment, um, which is... So what's EGX? It's the Eurogamer Expo. It's happening in London um, over the next few days. 
And uh, Roll7 were there, and in conjunction with PlayStation today, they announced Oli Oli 2, called Welcome to Hollywood, uh, (laughs) is is coming in 2015. Uh, They have a trailer, and they have a post on the PlayStation blog. So basically, they're they're refreshing the look. It looks really sweet. Like It's not massively different. But it's just more like more polished. Yeah, it just yeah. looks like they've just had the money to put into it, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sweet, sweet uh, Shahid money gone into this, right? <laughs> Shahid money, yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'm sure that you know Oli Oli did a really good job, so I wouldn't be surprised if if Sony's helping them out now, right? I assume that's yeah. how those things happen. Um, and they added a bunch of different sort of uh, so they beefed up the combos now, so instead yeah. of just grinding and tricks you'll be able to do manuals and there's grind switching and reverts to allow for bigger combos and they've got a split screen multiplayer mode on the playstation like a combo oh, mode there's split screen mode mm-hmm. seriously oh man uh-huh. it's like a, it's like uh, up to four people and it's like a, to get the highest combo type this is gonna be so good mike i cannot wait for this game <laughs> yeah um, uh, I still kind of suck at the first Oli Oli, but even if I suck, I still have fun. So um, I'm gonna keep playing. I, I should, I should be, I should try to to become better at, at this game. It's one of those games. It doesn't really matter if you suck because you just keep playing it over and yeah, over just, and over and over. Yeah, I just keep having fun, you know. Yeah, and and you you will eventually just get better. And the soundtrack. I mean, it's the new soundtrack awesome. sounds sweet too. Yeah. Very excited. Very yeah. excited for that next game. year, though, right? Next year. 2015, yeah. I mean, they've probably got another game coming out before this, right? Their, their shooter uh, game. The shooter, yeah. Uh, what's the name? I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, there's the guy running in 2D levels and shooting stuff and doing combos with guns. That, that looks sweet. Not a hero. Yes, not a hero, yeah. So, yeah, that's... Um, World that's, 7, uh, these guys, they, they do awesome stuff. Yeah, Oli Oli was a, was a big success, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know when when not a hero is coming out, but also playable at EGX. Oh no, that was at last year's EGX. It might mm-hmm. be in this one's too. But you gotta, you gotta, you, you have something to tell me about EGX, right? I do, but I have uh, in true true uh, virtual style. Uh, I'm going to tell you after the break. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by our friends over at lynda.com. This is where you're going to find fantastic videos, um, tutorials, right? So lynda.com, they are a super awesome way, an easy and affordable way to help you learn new skills. You can instantly stream thousands of courses created by experts on software, web development, graphic design, and so much more. They have really, really high quality, great looking videos. They're not like homemade videos that you're going to see uploaded to someone's like WordPress website or something. These are these are like really well-produced videos of all of the fantastic equipment that you need to make something look really good, really polished. And it's by experts and all the software companies themselves that are putting out products. And they're going to make sure that they get this stuff to you really quick. They do their best to get things on, uh, get sort of new Linda videos out on the day that new versions of products are released or as soon as possible to make sure that you're always up to speed. They have fantastic apps uh, for iPhone, iPad, and Android that let you learn on the go. And whether you're a beginner or advanced, Linda.com has courses for you. They have fantastic tools as well like searchable transcripts playlist creation 
And if you want to show off your new skills, you can attach certificates of course completion to your LinkedIn profile, which can help show your professional creds in your industry, if that's something that is important to you. All of this is available to you for one low monthly price of $25. This gives you unlimited access to over 100,000 videos and growing. These tutorials are fantastic and they have them on absolutely everything. Uh, maybe you want to learn graphic design, 3D animation. Maybe you want to make your own video game. Well, you can do that. Um, maybe you have a product that you want to sell and you want to learn some marketing tips. They've got all that sort of stuff in there. Business development, Um they, if you want to make your own video game podcast, you can learn about how to use... Uh, they have actual podcasting courses, but they also have courses on Logic Pro and stuff like that. It's I've used them, and, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm really happy that they support us because I think that they're a great thing for us to tell our listeners about. Lizard.com is a great resource, and I, the way you're going to know that it works for you is by going to try it out. And we can give you a free trial for up to seven days. You have absolutely full access to Linda's, all of their videos. So go sign up at lynda.com slash virtual. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash virtual. It's a great deal that lynda.com are giving you guys and you should go check them out. Thank you so much to Linda for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. So I'm going to EGX on Sunday. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's my first ever video game convention and, and I'm going as press, which it makes me feel pretty sweet. <laughs> I, I uh, so a few months ago I saw it was was happening. Uh, a friend of mine used to work at Eurogamer, but I, I don't notice. I don't know how tightly this is attached to the magazine, um, or or the, the website Eurogamer. That's I, that's nothing to do with it. Just a piece of trivia for you. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going to be there on Sunday. If you are at Eurogamer, let me know. By the way, I'd love to see people. Um, I don't really know what a press pass means. Like. I know I get in for free. I don't know if I don't know what, if anything more, it gets me than that. Um, as I've never are you gonna are you gonna before. have a badge? I have a wristband apparently. Uh, because when I applied for the the badge or for the the creds, the show was still directional. Uh-huh. So when they confirmed it to me, they like confirmed me as being with the directional podcast. So I emailed them last week and was like. It's gonna. It's that would be wrong if it's on the badge. And they're like, we only give you a wristband anyway, so it's cool. Um, so I mean, I don't know if it means like I get to go to anywhere special, or if I get to like jump any lines, or if it's quite purely you get in for free. Either or, I'm happy with like because there's a few games that I want to play. So I want to play Volume uh, mm-hmm. by Mike Bithell. Uh I want to play Oli Oli Two. Um, and then just kind of look around. There's, there's a few games there, like I think Sunset Overdrive is there, which I've not played yet, and I want to see that. It's uh, the new Insomniac game? Yeah, on, on yeah. Xbox. Um, may, I think a Call of Duty might be there, which I, I'm really interested in playing. But they're the, they're the ones I'll be less likely to play. I'm probably going to just try and find a bunch of indie people. Um, our friend Mohamed Tahir is going to be there um, yeah. with Brave Wave. Yeah. Yeah, so you gonna, should you should go to the yeah I'm going to booth. I'm, yeah I'm gonna go say hi and also uh, Vlambeer is there as well so uh, I don't know I I've played Nuclear Throne a bunch of times but I'll just go go there and play it anyway and see if I can you should you should get everybody on the show and do a super mega EGX panel on on virtual if I would have planned this better then yeah. I would have got something to record some stuff with but 
I don't really know what the feasibility is of that. So what? <laughs> Can't you like invite a few developers over at your house? I'll just bring it around. <laughs> like, guys, yeah. when you're, when you're guess, done with this. Just... So do, do you guys in, in England, um, like, like if, you, if you want to, like, do you offer a cup of coffee to, to a friend of yours? Like, do, do you invite a friend for a cup of coffee to your house? Or is that like an Italian thing? Because th there is an Italian thing. Like, do you want to grab some coffee and just, you know, come upstairs and we're going to make espresso? Not to my house, no. We, we mm. might go to somewhere uh, mm. where she's not where I live. Like, it's usually here we, like, after lunch, um, if, we, if we don't have, like, work or, you know, especially uh, I used to do this back in, back in high school. Um, I, I used to invite friends after lunch to, to get, you know, to, to have a coffee and a quick chat and then I would do my homework. Um, I guess that's an Italian thing, you know. I think, I think so. It is an Italian thing. So you probably shouldn't, shouldn't go to Rami or Mike Beetle and say, do you guys want to grab a cup of coffee at my house? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> no. And, and yeah, because it would definitely sound like I'm, I'm trying to pick them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah no, there's no way to say it. That's what it would sound like. You should say probably that's um, advice from my Italian friend. Hey, um, hey, guys, do you want to come around for a nightcap? <laughs> <laughs> no, please, please don't do that, Mike. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, you're going to so, play, play some volume, right? Yeah. I mean, next week, so I was hoping that I'd then be able to talk about it on next week, but we, we, we have a bit of a special show planned next week, so maybe it won't be till the week after. But um, I'm hoping uh, to play some of the games that we're interested in, and, and I'll report back on the show. At not only just my experience of being at the... Expo because I, I literally have no idea what mm -hmm. to expect. Um, I don't even know how big it is. Like, you know, like it, it could be like huge or it could be, you know, I could be in and out in a couple of hours. I have no idea. Or it could be that nobody recognizes you or cares about you. Oh, well, that's definitely going to happen. They don't let you play any games. No one's going to recognize me or care about me. That's no, that, that's, they're going to they're be super nice. I bet everyone will be really nice, but I don't think they're, I'm, you know, I'm going to be mobbed. That's not going to happen. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't know how big the actual expo is. Um, you, should, you should bring a pen, you know, for autographs. I mean, you have a pen podcast, so... That's not a bad idea, actually. I thought you're, about you're taking probably, a pen and paper anyway. Yeah, to, to see, take some I, I'm with. a guy of good ideas, not only creepy ideas. Creepy ideas and good ideas. Look, it's not creepy at all about the coffee. It's sometimes, totally here. sometimes the best ideas are pretty creepy, so... Or sometimes the creepy ideas are the... I don't know. I don't That's know. Kind, kind of what I was saying, but... Yeah. Let's talk about Super Smash Brothers. Cause we what's, were a, what's, a, what's a Super Smash Brother? It's uh, I don't know. I don't have a good joke or any joke. So the demo for Super Smash Brothers 3DS came out what uh, last week? Last week, ten days ago. Uh, yeah, recently. And um, we've both played it. I think you've played it both more than me and to more success than me. So to more success, I don't know. Yeah, well, let me explain. Okay. Uh, so, but I kind of wanted to to talk a little bit about just how much Nintendo fail at everything. Okay. So this is well. about your. Uh, you still having issues with the 3ds? Um, 
because uh, I, I think we should tell our listeners that back in uh, when the show was called Directional, you had a little bit of a problem with your 3DS. Yeah, I turned my 3DS on one day and the memory card corrupted and I lost everything, all my games, all my saves. <laughs> it was uh, a really sad day. It was terrible. It was and it was so a really bad. sad week for the podcast, especially. And it went on for multiple weeks as well as people <laughs> were trying to help me. Uh, which was good, but it was all very sad. He was getting emails about, you know, yeah. uh, SD card uh, tips and tricks, mm-hmm. tutorials. <laughs> My favorite being, and this was the only way that would have fixed it, but I don't have the data anymore because it was on my Mac and then I poured a drink into my Mac. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> Why does this stuff always happen oh, to you? I don't know. I must just be clumsy. Um, it must but, be those long fingers you have. It must be. I'm just like <laughs> bumping into, just knocking drinks over with my huge hands. <laughs> you listened to Upgrade, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't played my 3DS that much since that happened because it, it kind of just opened my eyes to Nintendo's total failings in anything to do with the eShop and my experience with getting. Super Smash Bros. 3DS demo onto my 3DS was equally as painful as all the other things that have anything to do with the eShop. So you have to set up a Nintendo network ID before you can download. Okay, so let me back up here. So you don't have an eShop account? No, I have an eShop. Well, when you say an account, no, because you don't have to have one. You can buy things without one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, because I made a Nintendo Network ID uh, thing before. Um, so basically, I uh, like last year, I think, I made a Nintendo Network ID account. And then I started buying things on the eShop because I just assumed that, th- that it was required. No, you didn't. I mean, when the eShop came out, they didn't even have Nintendo Network Yeah, ID. yeah, I remember that. Uh, like last year, last fall, at some point, they, they added the option for the Nintendo Network ID. So because there's no benefit to having one, like there literally is no benefit to having one in the standard benefits you'd expect from an account system with a, mm-hmm. with a gaming platform. Like <laughs> with a server. <laughs> it doesn't sync purchases. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, like, it doesn't sync game saves. I was like, well, there's no point in me setting it up. Like I don't need it. So I tried to sign in. Now, let me just inform you that the Nintendo Network ID is not the same as your Club Nintendo account. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, I know. However, you can link them. Yeah, I, I'm like, went through this process of entering my information, it wasn't working. Uh, and then I went on to the Nintendo website and signed in. to the Nintendo. So, so I, I know this works. I went back, tried to sign in again, and somewhere in this process, I saw this is not the same as your... Club Nintendo account. So I was like, fine, whatever. So I signed up for my Nintendo network ID. And then during the process of it, it was like, would you like to link your Club Nintendo? I nearly threw my 3DS out the window. I was like, if you know you have these things, why aren't they the same? There is no reason that they cannot be the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I think because... um, uh, So I, I can I have a bit of a history nugget here. Um, the Club Nintendo, at least in Italy, so I just assume it, it's the same internationally. Um, it used to be called uh, Nintendo VIP. Yeah. And I think it used to be Nintendo VIP 24-7. Because Why I have all... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo VIP 24-7. Uh, and I, I, I still have a bunch of video games with... Um, you know the, the little um, 
card that came yeah, into... Yeah, and you could uh, sign into, up to get points, right? uh, And you needed to, like, scratch, um, you know, the, the code with a... You know, with the gray, uh, silver substance. Mm -hmm. What's what's the name of that kind of dust? I don't know can, what that's called. It's like actually. moon dust. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, moon um, dust. It's moon, moon dust. dust. So, and uh, I still have a bunch of those cards with codes that I didn't use. And I think one of those is for the first Metroid Prime on the GameCube. Uh, because I wanted to redeem that code like a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Nintendo uh, and I and I discovered that there was an expiration date um, for like four years ago. Um, but yeah, I remember it used to be called Nintendo VIP uh, because it used to be a totally separate account. So basically, it's it's kind of similar to what Apple uh, did with you know uh, the old dot uh, Mac and Mobile Me accounts. Yeah. And then they introduced the Apple ID and then they introduced iCloud. Yeah, but they but migrated Apple, all of those. Yeah, Apple figured out some kind of way to let you, you know, kind of unify all your data. And Nintendo did not. Cause yeah, because I mean, I remember because I've had a Club Nintendo account from many years ago, um, probably from when I had my Wii. But I just mean like they have, they already have some information for me. Why don't they just let me, if I can then link them, it shows that there's something in their database that can recognize these two things as being linked together, which would suggest to me that they should... Anyway, I, I just found the whole process so painful and like it just reinforced the fact that Nintendo do not understand how to be on the internet. They do not get it. Fundamentally, no, don't they? They are pretty good on Twitter. They they learn how to share Twitter photos. That's their and, that's their agency though. That's their social media agency. <laughs> oh, you, you think it's not like Reggie uh, using Tweetbot to to share stuff about Nintendo? Like, do you know what actually? That Reggie's totally me. a Tweetbot guy. It, that would not surprise me with Nintendo if it's just an executive in a room. <laughs> yes, with a with an iPhone app, just sending out messages to fans. 30 plays. You have a limit of 30 plays with this game, which I do not understand. Why do that? Why limit See, it? I oh. told you, it, it used to be called Nintendo VIP 24-7. Right. And it launched in 2002. No, I'm, I'm talking it's... about the, 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 the demo. The Super Smash Brothers demo. You can you you can play it thirty times and then explain. Oh yeah, no, sorry, I was still thinking about Nintendo VIP. So um, Super Smash, anymore. yeah, you can start the demo uh, thirty times. Yeah, I know. It's I don't get that sucks. because it's not the full game. It's because they want, three they, characters they want you... on one level. Like <laughs> <laughs> they they are afraid you're not gonna give them money. I know. Well, because I love <laughs> Pikachu, Link, Mario, and that one level so much. Oh, there's the villager man. Oh, it's the don't... villager. Yeah, it's not even Mario. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I need to have a. I need to talk about the villager in a bit. But right. anyway, there's Mega Man too, so it's five characters. So it's totally possible that you can you can just be fine playing with these five those five characters, and and one level in two configurations, uh, with a bunch of costumes for the villager, and you'll never pay for the full game. I mean, there's probably some people who who, who could be fine with this kind of demo. But um, the thing is, though, that that person's never gonna buy the game. No matter yeah. whether you limit it or not. They're just going to keep creating Nintendo Network Well, they'll, they'll just stop. Like, if you love the game that much that you want to play the demo forever, you're going to buy it. If you're never going to buy it, you're never going to buy it. But anyway, I always find that stuff so strange. Nintendo has, an, uh, has a similar um, limitation on the, on the Wii U because I'm, I downloaded uh, a FIFA 
14 demo uh, from the uh, Wii U eShop. And it's got like a limitation of, uh, I think, um, 20 or 15 launches. This is so weird. Oh, this is another thing. I don't know what this means, but it proved just an, another like data point in Nintendo's failure to be online. Throughout the whole process of signing up the network ID, there was a "Are you coming from the Wii U?" link in the corner. Why would I come from the Wii U? If no, but like on? you've you have a Wii U and you have a network ID. The fact that they had to so predominantly show that just suggested to me that something bad would happen that, that there is clearly some fundamental flaw in their process that Wii U owners have to go through some sort of separate process it, it was just it was so like in your face the whole time it was like, hmm, there's something weird like they've obviously broken something else Nintendo needs to, to get better at this sort of um, cloud and account management stuff and uh, uh, what worries me is that we keep saying this. I mean, it's been a few years that people finally realize that Nintendo is really, really behind. And they do not improve. Because, I mean, the Nintendo Network ID was kind of of an improvement. But not really overall, because it's so, still so complicated. I mean, with the, with, uh, with the PlayStation, right, you can go to the uh, Sony Entertainment website and you can buy a game there and then you go to your PS Vita or PlayStation 4 and you can uh, accept the download there. So you can do a everything in a, in a web browser and then you can continue the download on the actual console and you can browse the games on, on the, in a web browser and, you know, just about everything else is super, super simple because, you know, you have a PSN account. Uh, I know that the same uh, happens on, X on Xbox with... Uh, with Xbox Live, and Nintendo is still stuck on this complicated system and the, 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 the club Nintendo th stuff and, you know, it's it's one of those things that I have to go through just for my love of Nintendo, because if it were any other company I would have given up years ago. I want to make a, a uh, like a statement to Nintendo. Just give me one of the new 3DSs and I will spend a week with you and tell you what you need to do. And then and then we can just we can just put this whole situation to bed. I can just come to Japan or America or wherever you need me to be and I'll just tell you how you fix this. Not from a technical uh, level, you understand, but just from a these are the things you need to do. All I yeah, ask for is a 3DS. I think that this is one of those cases where um tech people have it figured out because companies like Apple and Google I would say even Twitter they they have the basic idea of unified account that does multiple things. Uh, they, they they nailed this concept. They they know how to do this. And Sony and Microsoft they have learned uh, probably because they also do tech stuff. Nintendo is still stuck on these complications and you know stuff that fails easily. That was never okay. It was not okay 10 years ago. It's still not okay today. And it's going, I, I fear it's going to get worse. I mean, can you imagine if you, if you get one of those corruption issues or like account uh, mismanagement problems with an Amiibo figure, figuring and like all your data on the Amiibo toy gets lost? I mean, that, 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 that would suck. Big deal. Well, that stuff's probably just... I wonder how that works. Hmm. 
Yeah, anyway. So my fundamental problem with Super Smash Brothers was that I didn't read the tutorial. I was oh, like, oh, okay. I'll just skip through this and I'll come back to it later. So I have I have literally no idea how to play the game. Like I'm playing it and I won my first match and have not been able to win anymore. And I, and I feel kind of lost playing. Is the this game. your first? Is this your first uh, Smash Brothers? I haven't played Smash Brothers in years. Like I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just not sure of what the buttons are doing. In fully, like I'm not a hundred percent sure how to pick up items or use the items. Um, mm. I'm not a hundred percent sure how to do any sort of special or combo moves. I'm not very good at fighting games anyway, so I should have paid more attention. But I was just kind of like, oh, I'll read this later. But uh, uh, you can't do that. Um, but I do have some some general sort of feelings on it, and then I thought I would kind of hand over to you to to explain the game in a bit more detail because sure, yeah, I think you you're doing a bit better at it than I am. I think my favorite thing of all is when you pause the game and then you can move the camera around in 3D and it's so incredible. Yeah. I, I just thought that was really good. Um, but they should have the option to take pictures of those uh, images. Yeah, that's that would be nice. That, yeah, that feels like something that Sony would do because then you could just share it, you know. Um I played in 3D and I was super impressed with the visuals. I remember that. Do you remember the previews had me feeling a bit like, Ugh. but they've improved a lot on the menu screens and stuff. Yep. They look so much better than the preview that was. When was that preview? Was it at E3? I think it was. Um, or before? Yeah, then. in June. Yeah. No, uh, probably in May or June. Yeah. So they they look a lot better. Um, I do think, though, that this game is definitely best suited to a bigger screen because I have the original 3DS. Like, I don't have, like, the XL or anything. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it was a bit difficult for me to see what was happening. Mm. Um, It's a lot of fun. I'm just not very good at it. Mm. So I want you to tell me how much you love the game and how awesome you are. But before we do that, Federico... (laughs) This is one of your new things. Just for this show, though, I think. Okay. Um, I want to t- tell people about our second sponsor for this week's episode, and that is Harry's. Now, Harry's was founded because shaving is expensive; it's frustrating. Um, the process of shaving, just not the act- just the actual doing of it, and then the buying of it is irritating. Right? Uh, it can be annoying and painful as well. Right? I-, I think there's parallels that go in both. So, what you need is great products and great ways of buying these products that takes away that pain from you. And this is where where Harry's was born from and the idea of Harry's. One of their founders, Andy, um, was totally fed up of the way that he was purchasing these sorts of products. Um, you, you, You kind of had to go into a store and you would look at some stuff that you didn't really care for, that you know didn't really speak to you in the way that you wanted to be spoken to as a consumer and you'd have to go jump through all these hoops to get the products out of the cases that are in the drugstore behind the like locked in cabinets because it's, you know, razor blades. And then you'd be paying way over the odds to get these blades, right, to, to refill them. So Harry's changes all of that. They have super cool products with fantastic branding, beautiful design throughout, and they've created an ordering process and a website that's really easy to use. So... Harry sent me a kit to try out for myself. I love the way it's packaged. It's so nicely thought out and it made the whole process of just opening 
stuff, right? The great kit, I got one of their sets. I have one called the Winston set, which features a really beautiful aluminium uh, razor blade, a razor handle and a bunch of blades and some of their two new products I'll tell you about in a moment. Um, But this sort of thought and care in the packaging extends through to the products. Like the razor itself is really nicely balanced and and it feels really nice to hold. Um, it It feels really expensive, but you get this starter kit for $15. So you get a razor, their foaming shave gel, three razor blades and free shipping uh, in the US. Harry's are only in the US at the moment, I'm afraid. Um, The blades are super smooth. They're really fairly priced. They're about half the price of big brands and they ship for free to your doorstep. Um, Harry's actually bought a factory in Germany. So they found this factory that made these great blades. They love them so much, they bought the factory. I just think there are so many things about this <laughs> story crazy. that I really like. I think that there it's a really interesting company. It's the same um it's the same people that were behind Warby Parker. So uh, I mentioned some of their new products. So they have two new products. They have a foaming shave gel and an aftershave moisturizer. So the shaving gel is really cool. It's uh it's it starts off with a gel, but you sort of lather it into this big foam, which is a uh, mystery of science that I really like Um, it smells really great Um, it's really smooth and cooling on the skin which is nice during that you know during shaving Um, it's made of licorice root extract cucumber and aloe vera so it makes you smell like a super fancy gentleman and they have an aftershave moisturizer as well it's made of the same natural ingredients it doesn't leave an oily feeling like many of these things Um, and it's really nice to put this sort of stuff on after you shave. It keeps your skin feeling good, and it keeps your skin healthy, which is really important, especially if you're shaving every day. So you can experience a clean, close, and comfortable shave of Harry's. And at the moment, as I mentioned, they are only available in the US, but I have a great deal for those of you that are. Go to harrys.com right now, and you'll get $5 off if you type in the coupon code VIRTUAL with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, and enter the code VIRTUAL at checkout for $5 off, and start shaving better today. Thank you so much to Harry's for the support of this show and Relay FM. So tell me, Tichi. Tell me about Super Smash Bros. Where do I start, Mike? At the, at oh. the beginning. So this is, um, as I told you a couple of episodes ago, um, I didn't really play Super Smash Bros. On the, on the Wii, so I didn't really play uh, Super Smash Bros. Uh, Brawl. Um, uh, because I, I guess I, when I, it was my... Uh, those couple of years that I stopped playing video games for, for a few reasons... Uh, my last Super Smash Brothers uh, that I played a lot uh, was uh, the GameCube one. And um, this new Super Smash Bros. Uh, reminds me a lot of um, Super Smash on the, on the GameCube. Uh, I, I think it's the... Maybe it's the fact that, you know, there's a, a nostalgia playing a role in this. Maybe maybe I just remember uh, the Wii game uh, differently than what it actually was. But... Uh, the moment that I picked up this game on my 3DS, um, it just clicked right away for me. And the control scheme, the, the way that the characters move, uh, like the immediacy and the speed of the controls, um, I, I started playing. So the, in the demo, you can choose uh, five ca- characters. There's a Mario Link, um, Mega Man, Pikachu, and the Villager. And there's only one uh, stage, and you can have two configurations for the stage, one with the platforms, uh, the other without platforms. And so I started playing with Link because um, back in my GameCube days, um, when I was playing in single player or 
especially with my friends in multiplayer mode, um, I always played as Roy. Roy was the character from Fire Emblem. And um, I think because I, I kind of um, mastered uh, the, the mechanic of playing with the sword, and so I would combine jumps with swords and just like precise hits. And so on the GameCube, this happened in two ways. I would, I would either uh, do quick hits and then uh, uh, like a, a more powerful hit with a C-stick. That would, it would be just like a, like a vertical slash with a sword. Or I would just uh, basically spam items and uh, keep jumping around and doing the C-stick uh, in midair. Um, so when I, when I picked up the game on, on my 3DS, I started playing in the same way with Link. Um, basically, I would jump a lot, use the sword in midair, probably uh, maybe on a few different occasions when, when I'm jumping uh, with Link, you can do the downward um, sword slash, that, like you, you just land on a platform with your sword, and you can just, you know, like kill enemies in the uh, other characters in that way and I, I started uh, using the same techniques that I that I that I that I used to do and, and especially with Link there's a there's a bunch of different um, things that you can do for instance you can uh, throw bombs you can charge arrows um, and you can also use the the, the hook shot as a uh, with the with the L trigger to capture uh, anime, uh, ca other characters um, so I started doing, you know, the, the, basically the, what I used to do with Roy, uh, I used to do with Link. And, uh, and I pretty much after the second match, I started winning and, 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 uh, and I didn't really have uh, much fun after all because I, I wanted to try something new. So I started to play with Mega Man and Villager. I, I was never able uh, to, to play as Pikachu or Mario because I think those characters are... Pikachu because he's too small and too um, lightweight. And, um, uh, uh, and that's one of my... Uh, I have basically a couple of ways of playing uh, Super Smash Brothers, And with uh, small characters like Pikachu, um, because I tend to take a lot of damage, um, small characters like Pikachu, when they have a lot of damage, they tend to fly off the screen more easily. Um, so I prefer the, the medium character like Link. Uh, or, for instance, uh, Captain Falcon uh, on, or Star Fox on the GameCube. And, um, but in this demo, I thought, you know, I, uh, there's these new two characters, and uh, I really wanted to play as Mega Man. Uh, I don't really get Mega Man because I, I don't like uh, shooter characters in Smash Brothers. That's also the reason why I never played as Samus from Metroid, or... Also because I, I'm not huge on Star Fox after all, because I don't like playing from a distance. I'm a, I very much prefer uh, physical attacks, whether they're with uh, punches and attacks in midair or, uh, you know, with, uh, with swords and other weapons. Um, the villager, I think, is the revelation of, of Super Smash Brothers, And um, basically, uh, I'm just playing as the villager now. So this uh, is so from Animal Crossing. This is from Animal Crossing. And the villager is the only one when you can choose the gender. So you can have the male or female uh, villager. And um, the villager is crazy because basically you have this little guy, right? And he doesn't carry a weapon. He clearly doesn't throw punches or kicks. And the villager essentially looks like he's strolling you and because he's just smiling just you know he's relaxed when when the, when the, when the, when a match starts the villager comes out of his house and like he's smiling 
and looking at the stage. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. It's like, whatever, I'm just going to fight and chill. And I mean, the special move of the villager is Tom Nook, you know, from, from Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. The, the, uh, what's the name of the animal? Um, it's a raccoon. A raccoon. Uh, basically, the special of, um, of the villager is a, a bunch of Tom Nooks uh, trapping other characters inside the house they build. Wow. And then it, it explodes, and the character, it's, it's kind of creepy. Everything about the villager is so weird and creepy, and it makes it one of my favorite new characters of, a, uh, of this new Smash Brothers. I, I guess I'm just waiting for the duck hunt dog to see if it can be creepier than the villager. The villager is so laid back and chill, and it's just, you know, it doesn't care. Uh, his basic attack is uh, falling in front of you and throwing a... a a pot, a, a broken pot, or for instance, he can plant trees, and then he can he can um, basically uh, uh, water the the seed, and the seed grows into a tree which you can use as a barrier, and then you can tr- chop the tree down and uh, cause damage to other characters. Or for instance, uh, another move is um, the the villager um, basically. Um, out of his pocket, he, he takes fireworks, which he then lights and makes um, makes fly, uh, uh, you know, uh, up. So <laughs> this is totally crazy because other characters have, have like badass moves, like I don't know the fire punch or the sword or the bomb. The villager uses <laughs> everyday objects, and and he's always smiling. And um, so what I'm doing now. Um, Basically, I'm using, you know, there's, there's, there's only one stage, right? And it has uh, three platforms. So my strategy is to, uh, because the villager is uh, short, like he's a, he's a tiny guy, um, I can just go below the platform, so I can just um, attract characters on the platform. Then I go below the platform, then, <laughs> then, I, uh, then I let up the fireworks, which, ex- which go up into the platform. They cause damage to the characters, and then in midair, I do the missile um, move with the villager. Basically, yeah, see, this it. is why you're better than me. I I don't even know what the buttons do. I've been playing with Pikachu. Okay, so I, I have no idea what I'm even doing half the time. I'm just okay, jumping so you, around it, and pressing buttons. It's super simple, Mike. And after I tell you this, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Basically, the A button is the basic attack. Right. The B button is the special attack. Right. X and Y, you jump. And oh. you can do double jump also. You can also jump by moving the stick up, but I find it more comfortable to just use X or Y to jump. So, but surely you have more than one attack though, right? Okay, so you, you there's also... Uh, basically, you need to combine these two attacks with the direction that you're facing, whether you're moving or not, and if you're charging the button, so if you tap and if you press and hold the button or not. So if you press and hold, and if you f- uh, pr- like, for instance, press and hold A and then face right, you can do a charge attack to the right. For instance, if you pick up a bat, right, as an object, and then you charge as a physical attack, you can just hit with your baseball bat really, really hard. And this works with any other. Um, 
sword-like object. You can do this with a, with, a, with a laser sword. You can do this with a baseball bat. You can do this with a fire sword, which is a new object. And uh, you can also do this with weapons that you pick up, such as the super scope from... Um, there's an object, which is the super scope um, uh, like gun from the Super Nintendo days. If you charge the super scope, you can fire a super big ball of, uh, I guess, energy. And um, so there's the charge attack is uh, like when you have... For instance, when you're, when you're behind a character and when you know that you have the, those, those, uh, that extra second to do a charge attack, that's what you got to do because you want to throw characters off the screen and off the platform. The B special attack also depends on, your, um, on the direction that you use on the, on the stick. So if you do B down, it's a spe one special attack. If you do B right or B left or B up, those are three different special attacks. For instance, with a villager, B up is the... It's not an attack. Basically, the villager um, puts on a helmet and three balloons on his back and he starts flying. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can use the, the B plus with the villager to recover if you've fallen off the platform. And but I guess other characters. I think uh, Link. When you do B um, uh, B up, Link does the um, the rotating sword thing. When you slash everything with a 360 motion, and every character every character has four different attacks based on the button that you use and the direction that you're facing. So combine that with the with the charge attack. Combine that if you're on the ground or midair or whether you're still or moving, and you get a lot of different combos. Yeah. And finally, finally, Mike, you need to combine this with a, with a guard move, which is the, uh, the, the shoulder triggers. One of the best ways to really get Smash Brothers is to start doing this. Uh, it's not called guard, it's called the shield. Um, if, if you're facing a, an, an opponent, right, and if you do, for instance, the, the right trigger, and then at the same time you do the, the, the right on the analog stick, you can basically do an evasion move and you go behind the, the character while being invincible for a fraction of a second. So while you're behind the character, you can do, for instance, with Link, you can do a, a, a sword slash, or for instance, if you have something like an item, if you have a bomb on your hands, you can do an evasion, go behind the character and throw the bomb. There are a bunch of different techniques too. And I guess what really strikes me as uh, the reason why I'm going to love this game is because Nintendo's put a lot of content into this new Smash Brothers on, 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 a, three, on a portable console. Uh, because in the end, even if you're great with your character, even if you've mastered all the moves and the buttons and the techniques and whether you're flying, jumping or running, at the end of the day, what really matters, I think, are the items and the objects that you pick up and the, um, the assistance uh, that you can invoke on the screen. It really comes down to using the items in the best way because then, uh, if you pick up the, the, the right item at the right time you can make or break a match and so there are so many different items in this game already and this is just a demo and i've played i think around 200 matches already on this thing uh, i never quit the app 
so I'm, I'm just uh, charging my 3DS so I, I don't run over the 30 um, play sessions. Uh, I never uh, close the game. I'm just playing those two-minute matches and I'm still discovering items. Um, the, uh, just today, I found one that basically um, it, it's like this, this thing that you... It's like a, a rocket... And if you pick up this rocket and then you launch it, basically this rocket starts flying and then it, it kind of crashes on the ground and it causes a huge explosion. Or for instance, I know, Mike, there's one that you also love. There's a Nintendogs assistant item and there's a huge dog that covers the screen. Yeah. <laughs> or there's another... <laughs> that's crazy, right? <laughs> there's a... The, the, there's a... The, what's the name of the... The bullet, the giant bullet from Mario. Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. There's a if you you can ride the Bullet Bill and 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 it basically uh, it's a high velocity and high damage projectile that just flies uh, alongside you and just destroys everything. Uh, there's uh, the usual suspects such as um, uh, the laser sword, uh, the super scope. Um, what else? There's the bombs, there's the capsule from, from uh, Earthbound, there's Mr. Saturn, uh, also from Earthbound. Um, but there's a lot of new stuff, a lot of new Pokemon, which I don't know, but they're pretty powerful. And I, I cannot wait for the full game, because even with these five characters, and even if of these five car characters I just played with three of them, and with one stage, I keep discovering things every day. And I think that the, uh, I mean, I, I played with Link and I played with, uh, um, what's the other one? Mega Man also. Uh, but the Villager is the real revelation for me because of, especially of the variety of, of moves. It's, it's, um, the Villager is, uh, I guess it's, it's so strange for a Super Smash Bros. game because it does weird things, but they cause damage. And if you learn how to play with the Villager, I think your friends are gonna hate you, um, especially if you if you start learning how to spam and by spam I mean uh, repeating in the in the correct way. If you learn how to spam the broken pot move and you combine that with the fireworks and you use the missile uh, in midair, I think seriously your friends are gonna hate you when you when you when you see that you use the villager and. I couldn't possibly cover, you know, all the different aspects of Super Smash Brothers, and I cannot imagine what the multiplayer is going to be like. Um, but I, I think that from a technical perspective, you're right about needing to play the game on a 3DS XL because um, it can get pretty confusing when there's a lot of stuff going on on screen, and especially if you combine that with, you know, three characters explosions, maybe a couple of Pokemon, uh, you know, uh, running or causing damage, mm. and, uh, you know, all the, the effects and characters jumping and running, it can get pretty confusing, and I think that um, the bigger screen helps. Uh, but I also believe that, from a graphical perspective, the game looks great, and the music, at least a couple of tracks that I heard, um, they're really, really nice, and... I mean, if the items are of any indication, this game is going to be full of content. And I know that the, the reviews, the embargo for uh, Super Smash Brothers is up um, this Friday at 12, uh, at noon, basically, Pacific time. Uh, and I can, so tomorrow, 
and I cannot wait uh, to read. Oh, maybe it's midnight tomorrow. I don't know. Um, I cannot wait to read the reviews, man. I'm I'm so excited, and I think it, it is the kind of game that can be the new Final Fantasy Tactics for me, really, uh, because uh, it's full of content. But it's you portable. seem to approach it in quite a tactical way. Oh yeah, yeah. I've always loved doing. Um, playing with many different characters in, in Smash Brothers and uh, especially learning how to use the items because if you, if you waste an item, you're going to get it for the rest of, a, of the entire match. And especially if you play online, you're going to find people who know every single detail of an item or a, a system uh, character. But yeah, I've always liked doing strategies. Man, I've, I clearly, <laughs> I've learned some things here, Federico. I can we can go we, and play this game. Yeah, you you really really need to care about the items, and like the boxes and the other stuff that contains additional items. Just don't throw those away. Just break them and get the stuff inside. Can you play online? Uh, in the demo, I don't think you can. Yeah, no, no, obviously not in the demo. We can have a couple of practice sessions, you and me, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna we're gonna have a, a virtual tournament with our listeners i'm i'm so excited man seriously well your your excitement's making me excited yeah because there's gonna be all these different modes single player multiplayer there's going to be all these items and characters i mean you can play as sonic you can play as the duck hunt dog there's new characters from fire emblem there's a character from what was that um the xeno 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 not xeno gears Xenoblade, Xenoblade uh, series. Uh, there's a there's a lot of stuff in, going on in this game, and you know there's rumors that the Wii U version is gonna be delayed. Uh, I don't really care because <laughs> this game is gonna it's gonna take me months to to master. When is the Wii U version due out? In theory, Nintendo said it was you know uh, the holiday season. Um, and- we haven't seen a single preview or right. demo or news lately. Uh, I, I think they should... I mean, I guess their strategy was to uh, have uh, the holiday season for the 3DS and the Wii U. I'm just concerned because we we haven't heard anything about the Wii U version. But they don't interact in any way, do they? Oh, no, you can use the 3DS as a controller on the Wii U. No, I mean, but the the games, you can't. I don't think they interact the games. So yeah. Weird. I wonder if the amiibo allow for that. That's that's my question too. I would love to, you know, of course, because the problem is that there are different games, there are different stages, different items, I think different assistants. Yeah, but that's by design. It's not That's the by des- or maybe it was a, a choice because of this problem. And I mean, we cannot make the games communicate, so let's just not, make not different, bother, yeah. Not bother, make different stuff, and people are going to buy both. Because you can see from Nintendo's perspective, you're going to want to buy both games, because otherwise, uh, you know, there's, I can unlock the same stuff. I can just play one of them. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be so good, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be so good. It, maybe, you know what you should do? You should check out a couple of videos on YouTube from people who are That's playing the idea. Japanese version. Yeah. Uh, so you can just, you know, to learn how to combine um, attacks, special attacks and items. But what you really need to, 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 
to get started, uh, learn, need to learn to get started is um, the difference between the, the different types of attack. So whether you're moving or running or the direction you're facing. Once you know how that works, it's, it's uh, super easy. So that's some time to put in. Yeah. Well, that about does it for this week's episode of, uh, well, our second episode of this week. Today's episode of Virtual. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to catch our show notes for today, you can go to relay.fm slash virtual slash six. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm at iMike, and my co-host is Mr. Federico Vitici. He is at V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and he writes at maxstories.net. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, bye-bye. Arrivederci.